Hi everyone, this is Peter Hudson, and I'm a real estate agent and realtor in the state of Arizona. In this podcast, Real Estate Moments, we'll take a mid-level dive into various real estate questions that I am asked about on a frequent basis. These podcasts are short in duration, less than 10 minutes each, and I hope you find them helpful. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. This is Peter Hudson, and I'm a licensed real estate agent in Arizona. Today on this podcast, we're going to look at how to determine if you can qualify to buy a home. On the occasion when I'm at a friend's house for a barbecue or other gathering, people discover that I am a real estate agent, and they always have questions about buying a house. And I'm always happy to answer these questions. One of the things I get asked most about is what is needed to qualify for a mortgage to buy a home. The quick answer is that there is no one thing that qualifies a person for a home mortgage. There are many moving parts that helps a person qualify. But today we're going to look at the basics. One of the first things we're going to talk about is the credit score. What the mortgage companies will look at is your FICO credit score, and this is your combined credit score between the reporting agencies. The credit scores can run anywhere from about 350 for a person that just doesn't pay their bills, all the way up to 850 points for a person who really takes good care of their credit, pays their bills on time, and is considered a very good risk. Now, many people think that they need a credit score of at least 720 to qualify for a mortgage, and this just isn't true. Some will also tell you that you need a credit score of 640 to qualify for a mortgage, and this is not necessarily true either. There are programs available where you can actually get a mortgage, even with a low credit score of 580, but your FICO score is just one part of this equation. One of the items that is scrutinized the most by the mortgage companies is your debt-to-income ratios. In the mortgage business, this is called your DTIs. DTIs are one of the other important factors of qualifying for a mortgage loan. The government and the mortgage companies set these DTI parameters for what you can afford for a monthly house payment. This is not just the principal and interest payment, but it also includes the home insurance, property taxes, and HOA fees. Your DTIs are all based upon what your gross monthly income is, and this is the income you have before the taxes are taken out in relationship to the minimum payments you must make each month, including your house payments, car payments, credit cards, student loans, etc. A combined DTI of around 36 to 40% is a good place to be with your DTIs, although in some cases, You can be as high as 50% on your DTIs, but that is really not a good place to be. If your DTIs are greater than 40%, you should work to pay off some debt and or consolidate your debt so that you do not have many required payments per month. For example, you may have five credit cards and those five credit cards monthly payments are $40 each. So that gives you a required monthly payment of $40 times five, so that's 200. 
Well, let's say that you consolidated that debt and you took those five credit cards and put them into one loan and all of a sudden your monthly payment on that same $5,000 comes down to $75 per month. With that, you just helped your DTI because your monthly required payments are not as high and that really helps out on the DTIs. I'm going to take a short 20-second break and when we come back, We'll discuss the other components of qualifying for a home loan, so don't go anywhere. The most important parts are coming up next. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. This is Peter Hudson, and if you're thinking about buying or selling your home, I'd like to invite you over to my website so you can download my free Home Buyers or Sellers Guides. Each of these guides has about 20 pages of really good information on the home buying and selling process. The guides are free of charge, and you can download the guides right away. At the end of this podcast, go to my website at sellingthe480.com. That's sellingthe480.com, and you can download your free guides right away. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. Now let's continue to look at the other components of qualifying for a home loan. Another strongly looked at aspect of your mortgage qualification process is your employment history and your duration of employment with a company. Most mortgage companies are looking for at least two years of employment history and employment with the same company is best. However, the employment can be within the same industry, but different companies. What the lender is really looking for is your job stability. Your stable job history can help them feel better about loaning you the money to buy a home because in their mind, your job stability equates to your ability to make the monthly payments and the house is less likely to fall into default. The next item we're going to discuss is your down payment. You're going to need money for the down payment on your new home and you need to be able to prove where this money is coming from. The down payment money can come in the way of personal savings, equity in your current home, or gifts from family members. Something to know about gift funds is that there needs to be a direct bloodline family connection with the person who is gifting the money and the person who is receiving the gift money. The gift money for the down payment cannot be from a friend unless the friend is your fiancé. There are other things to know about gift money for a down payment, but we're going to get into those requirements at a later time. The other thing the mortgage company will take a look at is your personal assets. The mortgage company will look at your personal assets such as checking, savings, and investment accounts. One of the things that I advise you strongly to do is to work with a seasoned mortgage professional. If you have anything in your history that can cause a speed bump on the way to a mortgage approval, I strongly advise that you work with a seasoned mortgage professional as opposed to an online source. The seasoned mortgage professional will know how to maneuver with your situation to help you find the best pathway to an approval. If you have great credit, money in the bank, and you can easily meet the mortgage criteria, for the home loan, then I'll tell you to use either a seasoned professional or an online source. In any case, you need to evaluate 
the rates and fees the mortgage company and or mortgage broker charges to put the loan together as these fees can fluctuate greatly. So there you have it. These are the basics for qualifying for a home loan. And as I said when I started this podcast, there are a lot of moving parts to getting an approval for a home loan. Something else to know is that the government regulation requires that the mortgage companies will look at all of the details of your life. So don't be offended when the mortgage company asks to see many financial records. They are just doing their job with what they are required to do. I know of some of the best home loan professionals in the business, and I'm happy to introduce them to you so you can work towards getting your home loan approved. Just call or email me, and I'm happy to assist you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast today. I hope this information has helped you, and please feel free to share this information with a friend. As a disclaimer, the information that I've shared with you relates to real estate in Arizona. If you live outside of Arizona, things in your state may be different, and you should consult with an experienced, licensed real estate agent in your area. As a reminder, please visit my website at sellingthe480.com. That's sellingthe480.com. And there you can find all of my contact information, and you can reach out to me by phone or email. Again, sellingthe480.com. Thanks for listening.